Hey everybody, it's Nifty BC, and we're here with an NFT Circus podcast once again. And here comes Jimmy back into the stream here. Um, tonight we have Bones here from Bone Art. He is joining us today. If you haven't seen his work, he does some amazing animation. Um, we have Ordinez, uh, not only an amazing DJ, but also a great artist, and he has some new projects that he's dropping. Jimmy D co-hosting once again, and he's coming from the Uplift world. Miss Teen Crypto. If you haven't heard of her, you should. She's out there, she's doing new stuff and she has a new drop she's talking about. And we have TC, the master builder from Uplift. And I think the Mellow was gonna be coming in too, but I'm not sure, he might pop in in a little bit, so. Oh, cool. Anyway. Up, uplift server's running, you probably won't see him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what happened? Is, you guys switched servers? What was the big thing that happened? No, they're yes. upgrading. Yeah, so about a month ago, we ported the Genesis server over to AWS as, right. as a test case, just to you know better optimize the gaming experience, and that worked out really well. So what we decided to do, uh, obviously, was to you know enable more people to have a better experience by converting all the servers now over to AWS. So there was a 48-hour window where everything was kind of shut down. It's kind of funny because like we didn't get that many complaints, I think. Um, that's great. I was going to say that's a nerve-wracking experience to uh, <laughs> to switch over servers. You know, just hope everything goes well. So that's good. That's good. You guys don't have any complaints. That's awesome. Yeah, well, it's kind of like that. What was that in Ready Player One? That that forced unplug uh, thing that they did, right? Like, right. Oh, we got somebody down here, Punktavian. What's up, Punktavian? This is from Punktavian hey, from hey, Roman Pond. Yeah, Hello, he's joining us. Hey, hey. Yeah, we're going to have a crowded house tonight, I'm pretty sure. I, have, I think there's someone else coming from also from uh, Mammoth Myth, Mythics, I think it is. I don't know. They plugged in earlier on. So, Anyway, um, well, let's get going. Let's talk about Miss um, Teen. I got your stuff up here. So let's let's talk about your your latest project here. You, you're doing something with Ein. Is that how you pronounce your name? Ein. Or Ein? I made the same mistake at first. Don't worry. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, it's all, good. it's all good. Yeah, so tell us about it. Oh, so this is Zesty Divas. Uh, this right. is a new collection on OpenSea. We chose the Zesty number 8,888 to exist. Nice. Um, so basically, I it was really funny how the team actually came together. Uh, the theme song to my podcast, which is also the intro to this video, was done by the, my team member, Dan. And so I minted this NFT with him. A, a while back, I would say around June, the time we all gotcha. went to shitcoin. And then I met Ayn in real life when we've been friends for almost a year on Telegram at that point. I met her in real life at the same time. And I knew me and her wanted to collab, you know, um, instead of doing a one-time collab on Wax, which would have been cool, but I love her art. And she's so amazingly yeah. talented and she's 20 years old as well. We're really close in age. So right. I was just like, you know, why don't we just team up and do something together? And of course she had the art, but we needed like the super coder smart people. So then we, we recruited Dan and we all just teamed up. And now we have this thing going, Zesty Divas. Right. And now uh, our Discord is open. Um, you could get the like right there. Yeah, let me get see. the link. Yeah, let it's, me get it's, the- It's right Discord. on that post. So basically yeah, uh, we're giving out whitelist spots. It's very easy okay. right now. It will not be easy soon. So we're gonna, if you invite five people into the Discord, then you will get a whitelist spot. But it's really nice. fun. Um, I'm very excited for it. And we're just gonna take it day by day. And hopefully we could, you know, match up or come close to the amazing women's projects that are already out there along with other ETH projects in general, because there are so many amazing ones. But 
yeah, her art is just yeah, so she's amazing. Great. And where's she located? Did you say, Miss T? She's in Mexico. I don't in know Mexico. if I'm allowed to disclose like exactly. Okay, well, that's not dox. Uh, We're not doxing her. Yeah, I'm not doxing her. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I don't know how public she wants to be. Sure. Um, but yeah, she's she's very popular on wax as well. Um, with yeah, she does some great stuff. I think so she, I, I saw something. She did something with uh, Miggy as well not too long ago. I think she did a collab maybe with him. I don't know. The Probably. art seems similar. I'm not really sure, but it looks really cool. And so, um, so now, now these are going to drop exactly when? When are they going to go to Mint? So that's some zesty information that we are going to release. Not right now, but okay. soon. Um, it, we're we're going to aim for it. Should, it should be very soon. So just keep your eyes peeled. I, I don't know what I can disclose and what I can't. But okay. it's very it's very cool. Whitelist positions are low, limited, but easy to get right now, but not nice. for long. So I'm very oh, excited. Nice. We're also running giveaways as well. Um, you know, if you you could win a diva, and then once they're minted, you'll be given the diva. Very but cool. it's gonna be it's gonna be very That's fun. Exciting. Super, That's super excited. excited. Yeah, super cool. Thank you. Yeah, and, and this is are you gonna OpenSea is where you're gonna put this? Where is this gonna be? So you're going to be able to mint on our website. Ideally. Oh, directly on your site. All right, cool. And then you will be you will be able to go to OpenSea and look at it in your inventory from there. Got it. Got it. Got it's it. your asset. Very cool. That's super cool. And Thanks. so, um, and so, what else do you have uh, coming from other than this? I know you do a lot of things, Mistine. You just did so... a conference too. So what else is on your list? I recently came back from Utah Bitcoin Summit that was held at Utah Valley University, which was so great. Uh, shout out to everybody over there. That was awesome. Then um, next week, I'm pretty freaking full. I'm going to NFT NYC. I'm going to be speaking on the first day for anybody coming at 2.30 p.m. in the town hall. And so that'll be the first to the fourth. Then um, I will be interviewing Charlie Lee on the fourth. Oh, um, cool. The creator of Litecoin for LA Blockchain Summit. So you can go oh, to nice. LABlockchainsummit.com, claim a free ticket, and you'll be able to see us there. Um, week after that, I'm supposed to be in Miami, and that's going to be really fun as well. I also have my usual NFT drops going, and of course, the Miss Teen Crypto Show. So. Oh my gosh, that's too much. It's a, it's <laughs> a, a full lot. plate. It's a full plate, that's for sure. It's, that's awesome. It's a zesty plate. <laughs> that's right, it's a zesty plate. That's awesome. That's super cool. Thank okay, so, so yeah, no worries. Yeah, it's, I mean, I'm just totally stoked. I, I mean, I like the art a lot. I, I caught my eye right off the bat, and then I, I was like, oh, she's going to do something underneath. That's super cool. And Thank dropping you. stuff. It seems like people are kind of spreading out a little bit, diversifying their uh, their releases, which is kind of cool, you know? So I'm digging it. Yeah, digging soon it. everything's going to be multi chain, and we won't even have to worry yeah. about it. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Well, Mel well, Terra Blockchain is, is doing some interesting things with. Being able to spread, you know, um, tokens across through their bridge to other chains. They're they're doing Solana, they're doing Ethereum, they're doing a bunch of others. So I can't wait for the day, and I think it's going to come soon. Where, like you say, you'll be able to buy an asset on one chain, and you'll be able to view all of your assets on multiple chains in the same wallet or from the same interface. Even if you can't necessarily interact with them and move them, they should all be in one place, right? Because that's the worst thing about crypto is like you you if i want to look at all my nfts i've got to open 10 flipping windows right like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the struggle's real the struggle so, i mean we can but we can do it with a like we can do it with like portfolio tracking systems right like we can, we can plug our different exchanges into these portfolios and i think there will be a day that comes very soon where no matter what blockchain your asset resides on you'll be able to plug it in through like a similar kind of api type of system where you'll be able to see it. you might not be able to sell it or trade it from there but you should be able to at least see it. And 
I think that's really important, right? Like, especially when I die, because like, you know, my, my kids, when I die, they're going to be like, what the hell? Like, why? Why? Like, it's like he's got a whole country of bank accounts here. Like, what's happening? I got to go here for one asset. Like, oh, these Misty Crypto things are cool. But like, why does he, like, what kind of weirdo has like one account just for Misty Crypto stuff? Well, I mean, the, the only time I would buy anything on that chain is because of Misty Crypto, right? Like, and, and so I think it's going to be really interesting to, to, to see uh, how this all plays out. Like, we definitely need better um systems but like you said eventually everything's going to be on one blockchain right like yeah. i can't imagine the day that i had to actually go to the bank that i wanted to get my money out of and be at that bank right now i can just go to a 7-eleven and i can take it out from any <laughs> bank machine right and that's yeah, cool that's where we need to be essentially right? that's it that's it you're, you're amazing jimmy <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, and things are starting to change a little bit too. On, on FTX, they are doing a cross-chain thing now, so Solana and ETH can talk to each other, and then hopefully, Ooh. and so hopefully Polygon and uh, ETH will talk to each other on OpenSea, and then Coinbase is supposed to supposedly have multiples. So I, I don't know what's going on with that. So we'll see. Did you guys see uh, Joel Com and his son Zach Com are coming out with a new collection called Draco Dice or Draco Dice? No. I don't know how it's pronounced, but it's gonna. I think it, it's gonna be multi-chain, like uh, oh, ETH, wow. Wax, and BSC. Oh, very cool, very cool. Yeah, I, 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 I like, I like the multi-chain thing a lot. I, I like that. I like tying it all in and kind of spreading it out for for the uh, brands. Actually, you know, I think it brands out the you know each of everyone's collection just better, you know, in general. So. Well, and even like with the uplift, that's something that we're exploring, right? Is like branching out. Like it makes sense for us to be on wax because it's fast, it's cheap. Um, but like eventually, you know, you don't want to have to limit your users to a certain game. Um, so, so, sorry, to a game, to a certain blockchain, right? Like that's not yeah. optimal. Like that's not going to work, right? Like right. it's like basically giving a person a pass at the mall and saying, oh, no, you're only allowed to go into clothing stores. You're not allowed to go right. into the food staff stores or any of these right. other things, right? So right. I think as time goes on, um, these multi-chain projects are going to be the only way to go like if you're not multi-chain it'd be like having yeah if you're not multi-chain it's going to be like having one of those like little phones that you used to have to bring up the dial in your house right like we live in an iphone world we live in an android world where everything yep. needs to be multi-functionality 100 man 100 and and bone you, you know like let's talk to bones bones is actually doing multi-chain as well right now you're doing wax oh. as well as eth isn't that correct yeah that's right uh i started on eth and then move to wax and now i'm doing both that's uh, awesome how are you liking um doing both is it you know from like a stress point is it hard to kind of keep the both collections going for you is it easier like how, how do you like it you know as far as um it, it i'm used to doing like a lot of work at once yeah um, so there's a place for my work on eth and there's a place for my work on wax and it's kind of two different bodies really yeah uh, the eth work is definitely more detailed i'm trying to put you know audio and like more animation into it right. which is what i like to do but wax is like uh smaller quicker ideas um that are not really fleshed out fully right, right. really nice stuff and, and i i mean i'm personally a huge fan of yours man and i, yeah, I, I you know i, I really um I like the uh, one, the style that you have is just on point, you know, but other than that, I, I think you bring a real cool um, energy in your in your work, you know, that's kind of different. You know, it's it's uh, 
it's kind of shocking a little bit, you know, like when you first see it, you're like, wow, that's pretty cool, man. You know, like it kind of, it pops at you, which I really like. And, and actually on ETH, you're doing the swams, this, this one right here that's on screen, correct? Yeah, you're that's doing like, so cool. Yeah, and this is really, go watch it, guys. Um, I'm going to put this up on uh, a link so you guys can go watch this on his website because it's amazing to watch his work, man. So, um, I don't, actually, you know what? Let me play this. Let me uh, get out so I can actually play this on the... Uh, the screen you can hear it hold on one second i, I was i was just about to yell at you because i'm like you can't just put that you can't just put that, that up and then not show it like happen. i want to no, see this it's, this it's is going to happen it's going to can you tell me if you can hear it can you hear oh, it oh am i ever dried out yep. good lord pardon me i'm just drying out oh, pardon me i'm just drying out sir Sir, I request you surrender 10 swams on a stick. <laughs> and if I don't get my swims, I will throw a fit. And I am very particular. I am very particular. <laughs> uh, there's going to be a couple of swudgy swims in my trunk. I'm looking at your prime specimens. But now I need to see your rougher swims. There's gonna be a water slide in them swells. And it will be a slam dunk, sir. Sir. Please give me my swims. <laughs> Excuse me. Sir, I am drying out. Kid, hey, kid, help me. Help me, help me, help me, help me, help me, help me. I'm losing my arms. <laughs> This is closed. I'm smaller than ever. I'm dry as hell. I'm dry as sand, sir. Just get me in some water. <laughs> and it's down now. Great. And there you go. There it is. That's the reason you need to keep shrimps and waters. <laughs> okay, like I don't let I don't let my kids watch cartoons, but I might start. How many parts so, did you guys do? Bones? How many did you do? Is there, uh, so two have been released. Uh, a third one has been produced and it's just like sitting at adult swim right now. Okay. Uh, they're trying to time it. I can't say for what reason, but um, there's some stuff happening at Adult Swim, and I think they're trying to time it for that specific release. So very cool. Very cool. That'll happen. And then I sent them, uh, I sent them like an official pitch for like ten to twenty more episodes. So oh, we'll that's see so if cool, man. I hope it ha happens, man. It's, such, it's it. so good, man. Do you mind if I play the second one? I, I'd love to kind of play this out. Is that okay? Yeah, go ahead, man. All right, man. This is. Oh, I have wilted like a flower. Sir, I am softer than ever. A soggy boy. Saturated. Hey, kid, tell your ma to pull over. They got swammies at the gas station. Now let me out. Let me out now, kid. Come on. Holy smokes. No, 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 no. Oh. 
Well, those, those are another man's dungarees. Oh, that's smart. There's a lot of hooey. Now, wait, 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 wait. Jockey for position with Twiddle Dig and Twiddle Dumb. Yeah. Now get frosty, kid. Get a little green around the gear. <laughs> I have never seen. Seas as rough as these, so. Here. We make a good team. Now look a look a here. I'm Dee's handsome. Yeah. You're looking a little tired. Now rest your little cantaloupe down the pillow and let Uncle Swimmy tell your story. A gentleman. In need of some swabs, the swabs of who I am. I need them to be alive and see the swabs of who I am. I came out of the sea as pink as can be, a giant swam And here I am landlocked with no salts to swam, and I'm sure you see what I mean. Must be the crusting on my cake. There you have really it. Really good. Oh, it's super cool. That's so super sick. Cool. So, is this the new Netflix then? Because I think it is, right? Like, I think, or or the new advertising, you know, arm or something, right? Like, like some putting something like this on the blockchain and allowing ownership of it. Like that's. That's yeah, like, I'm here, thing, really. The cool thing is, is um, I still own like all the rights and the, the parts of uh, that show, so I can do like what I want with it. Um, I can produce more. I can do, you know, whatever. But um, yeah, that's like the the small scale. I don't know if they're like trying to pitch smaller shows or what on Adult Swim, but uh, that will all be moving to like a streaming service, I think. Nice, congrats! Yeah, it, yeah, looks, it, it congrats. looks amazing. Yeah, man, it's super cool. Now, how's your process, man? I, I always just want to know, like, what, what's your main influence? How did you get into it, first of all? But what's your influences? Um, I don't know. I've I've always made art. I've always made like uh, I I found animation when I was uh, in my I don't know teenage years, I guess. Um, and then like, there's definitely some sort of crazy part of my brain that just wants to draw the same thing again and again and again. <laughs> mm -hmm. So animation works out really well for me. Um, 
Yeah, animation's not a joke, man. I mean, animation's... It's, uh, it's a lot of uh, dedication and focus, man. I mean, even just to put out 30 seconds is, like, a lot of work, you know? Like, there's a lot that goes into that. And the detail that you... You, get, you know, you're... Did you go to school specifically for animation, or did you do yeah, so I went to uh, the School of Visual Arts uh, in Manhattan. Um, wow! Studied that. Uh, it was more about like connecting with people, and like uh, the guy who does the voices, uh, precogs on wax, um, and uh, he's also he also makes great films. We've been working together for like the past fifteen years. That's great. Um, so it was really just about like connecting with similar minded people. Um, and then through that, like we figured out some sort of weird process of creating films and creating content. And we've just been doing that since. That's amazing, man. And so and now what do you use? What are your main tools? Like, do you use animate? Do you use uh, something else specifically uh, like Toon yeah. Boom or something like that? Yeah, always, I've always used Adobe products like since I was since I first started. Um, and then like definitely paper, definitely collage, you know, there's like a lot of building that happens on, on traditional, sure. um, paper and then it becomes digitized and, uh, the writing process is pretty weird. Uh, I call it like building islands. Like you have all these abstract ideas and they just start evolving and growing and then you find ways to connect them and you get these abstract ideas together right. um swams came out of like a hungover uh groggy trip to the airport <laughs> with a bunch of people so that's so cool <laughs> yeah you know, it, comes, it comes from everywhere yeah yeah you know planning seems to be where it mainly lies with animations that you got to plan so much because you don't want to obviously go at something and all of a sudden halfway through go oh i didn't yeah, make a major change like, or something you know pre-production is the biggest part because you don't want to commit to an idea before it's like actually works, you know, right. so figuring out storyboards, figuring out script sure. and then editing audio and, you know, making sure that the radio plays flow together and, and make sense before you actually put visuals to it. How, so how, how do you like integrate with the, the show? Say that again. How, you have your, your show, which is amazing that you've, you've made swams. And then the NFTs, how do the NFTs connect with the programming? Uh, so the NFTs I made, um, I made, I think 20 or 30 pieces. Um, it was the first two episodes I took still frames and then did like a trace back um, technique, which just kind of gives it like this wiggle, like this life to it. Um, just as like an, an homage to the art of it because I really appreciate like the details and the, and the, the way I look at the art is frame by frame by frame by frame. And so in each of those scenes and each of those pieces, like I'm really locked in on the details. And I think that's lost with a lot of current animated mm. television, animated shows. And so I'm trying to like bring back the appreciation for those small little moments. And so taking those still frames that I enjoy from the episodes and then putting them into NFT land is sort of just like, you know, just appreciating them for the small. In a way, 
in a way, it must be like the worst career of all time ever. Because we, we live in this, we live, like, no, but they like, hear me out, right? Like, we live in this generation of like instant gratification, right? Like, even things that are on Netflix, everyone binge watches now, right? But this yeah. creative process that you have to go through to create this, like you said, is frame by frame by frame. Like, you're doing an old school Disney way, right? And it's like, right? Even though you have modern technology, it still takes a lot of time to put that together. And people are just like, you know, when can I binge watch it? When can I get it? When can I get the season? Exactly. It's just like, man, I'm going as fast as I can. Like, seriously, you know, like, it just must totally. be insane. Yeah, nobody's really paying attention closely to, like, the small fractions of what becomes the whole. Um, I worked on, like, Broadway props for 10 years, and I was a welder. Um, and I was hyper-focused on, like, the perfection of the beads of the weld, but mm -hmm. on stage, like, Nobody cares about that. Nobody sees it. They see the prop and then, right. you know, the show is what is what sells, you know, everything. And then they only come to you if, like, the prop fails and then they'll throw you <laughs> under the bus. But, All right. Totally. Um, yeah, with animation, it, it's the same thing. It's There's so many little tiny parts um, that have to be perfected before you get the whole picture. And, and you're so really I did a show the other day with a, with a guy who basically um, – it's it's a really long process, but they release different parts of this film, and then the film gets put together, and it creates this uh, NFT. Um, and and it's kind of an interesting process. But it got me to thinking. It's like you know, this could be in a in a way like a new collectible. Like you've got this film now. What happens when um, you know parts of this film or just like still images of this film become signed, you know, authenticated copies by Bones, the artist? Right and given out to the communities like this is this is a game changer in a way right like screw your Hollywood Boulevard star like right like you have one of these like little slides on the film that you know is mapped to the blockchain um, that's a one of one like that's when things in the in the blockchain and collectible industry get really exciting I think yeah that's definitely time. definitely what we're working towards um, is finding a way to like self produce uh, full films because like I spent a whole year last year. Uh, I made a pilot, I made a pitch deck, I went around and I pitched it to all these different companies. And at the end of the day, it's like, it's it's a crapshoot, but the passion and the motivation like never goes and I'm gonna make the best possible show I can ever make, always. Right. And so I'm trying to find a way to like, use the NFTs to self-produce bigger projects and then release them because there's so many different streaming platforms that I can, you know, easily find a way into and sure. continuously make uh, pieces that people want to see. So now, do you want to focus more on like film or do you want to get a series more? Do you like series versus films? What's your uh, I, <laughs> uh, I got a, I got a couple things uh, going. Um, you know, there's there's a film that I've been uh, developing with a, a, a close friend um, for a while and like a feature film. And then I have a couple series that I've been developing. So that's so cool. definitely those two are focuses. And then, you know, there's all these like little small pieces that I don't know what to do, but I just have to sit and animate and I have to make these little creatures and characters sure. for a moment and then just leave them. You know, that's kind of like working in a sketchbook every day. Right. Uh, just real quick, I very, brought this one cool. up just really quick because he's going to be. Uh, we have a Waxaween uh, event happening this Saturday, guys, um, <coughs> over at artdrop.app. And he has some special pieces he put uh, up in his. He has a house in there. You can go into the house gallery and go check out his stuff. 
And uh, this was one of them, which I totally love. But what I wanted to point out was, you know, you we were talking about animation and how different it is nowadays. If you look at this type of animation, this is this is two frame like animation. This is like like you said, it's like Disney. This is like frame by frame going at this. You know, it's not tweening, which is like such a totally different type of animation. Mm -hmm. Nothing against it, but it's you know, this is a whole different level. You know, yeah, the thing is, level. like, if, if you can tween something, why not just take the time to draw your way exactly. through it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it takes the same exactly. amount of time. Yeah, because, you know, it's also a totally different feel. You know, like, the the reaction speed off a tween versus, you know, just frame by frame so different. You know, you can definitely tell. Like, as soon as I saw your stuff in the very beginning, I was like, wow, that's totally like old school style, like, uh, frame by frame. You know, like, he's just... Might have done it on paper. I thought you did this all on paper at first when I first saw it. I was all like, you know, it's totally crazy. But um, and now are you using a tablet hooked up to your PC, or do you use it like just like a Surface Pro or something like that? How do you? Um, I, do it? I got a couple stations that I work at. Um, one is my laptop, and I just draw on the laptop. And then another one is a Cintiq. Mm -hmm. um, I like the Cintiq the best. It, it, it's the most um, uh, sensitive sort of space to work in um which is most like paper but uh most everything works starts on paper nice before nice. it goes to digital um, right. and with like my wax stuff i've i've tried to find a way to like boil it down to the most uh or i should say the least uh amount of frames that i could possibly do and still have the fluid um sure. piece and I'm down to like nine drawings is my is my minimum basically. Which is amazing, which is super good. That's like a solid second, man. That's nice. You know, like that's solid. You know, like and I, you get a lot of movement out of that little bit of frames. You know, which is so cool too. You know, you're uh, yeah. You got to find a way to like work the most efficiently when you're looking at you know a, a ten minute film or right. a one minute short or whatever it is. You got to find a way to get the most information as clear as you possibly can. You know, in that in that sort of least amount of work, because it's a it's a huge undertaking. Sure. You know, once you add the the sound, and the sound design, and and editing, and all that stuff. And so, how do you like working? Oh, wow. Like, you know, like uh, Punktavian kind of brought that up earlier too. Was you know, do you like the freedom of the NFT space? You know, where you're not having to deal with maybe uh, you know a producer above you telling you like to flip something around or change up a script in a certain way, where you're kind of going down a direction maybe you don't like. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're sort of in debt to uh, these people who are funding the films because they'll they'll give you money up front, and then you know you're always going to have notes and you're always going to have right. changes, and it might not even be in the best interest of the film, which you know we experience all the time. Sure. Um, and it goes against like a lot of our artistic choices and sometimes it works, but a lot of the times, you know, it just isn't what it should be. Right. And then like with the NFTs, obviously you can just do it whatever the heck you want. <laughs> you yeah. know, just make it yeah. the way you want to do it, you know? And, and like the new cool thing is, is we can uh, fund these films and then finish them and make these products. And then, then you can take the full episode or the full product and pitch those to a network. Um, and that's sort of the approach I took with Adult Swim is I, I made the first episode of Swams and then I pitched it to them and they're like, yeah, hell yeah, we want this. Nice. And so now I sort of have a different relationship than I normally would if they had produced it from the beginning. Holy mackerel. 
Oh man, I, I think I just lost my camera. Hold on one second. I'll be right back, guys. Keep asking questions. <laughs> I mean, it could. Yeah, we could just animate you in. That might be fun. I, and then people can see the whole process, how long it actually takes. I think it would be good. But like, yeah, I, I'm really impressed. Like, I like it, and and I think that there's definitely going to be a place where um, networks in general um, recognize the ability to incorporate these uh, NFTs, like. Authentic authentication wise too, like I think it's nice because now you're putting this on the blockchain and it's provably yours, right? Like it's provably your creation, or at least we know like the time and the date that goes on there. So I'm just kind of curious, like at what point did you move from like being a traditional animator, traditional artist into like like realizing that like NFTs and blockchain, that that's the way, that's where you needed to be? Um. It about a year ago, like during lockdown, I, I stopped building props for Broadway because Broadway shut down and I was like full time homeschooling my kids. And I was just trying to find some activity to stay uh, producing work and keep my mind um, sort of leveled. And so I just started making all these little pieces and then I saw, like, I'd been following Beeple for a couple of years or for, uh, for a while on Instagram and then seeing him finally do his, like, first drop. And then I was like, holy crap, like, you could essentially make entire films and find a way to, you know, produce them and drop them. And this could be, like, the answer to self-producing these, these films, which we struggle to, like, keep a nine-to-five job and then come home at the end of the day and try to make these films when you're exhausted or, right. you know, try to pitch them. And then, you know, like Nickelodeon, for example, they, they never said yes, but they never said no. And they just like, just went quiet on me for forever. And, you know, like that's just that experience is so exhausting. It's like, you're so stressed out, you pitch these ideas and then sometimes you just never even get an answer. It's like, well, right. come on. Like what? What is Aww. it? Yeah, you find more. You spend more time trying to track, track like where the paper is and whose desk is sitting on than you do right. actually doing your craft. And like we've noticed this with the Yoshi drops as well. Like a lot of artists that are coming to us, they're like, "Holy shit! Like that? That's it? That's all you need? Now we can like make music? Now we can do shit? Right?" And it's <laughs> like, <laughs> like I totally get it. Right? Yeah, it makes right. it makes a lot of sense. Are you, so you're in New York. I am. Well, outside of New York, yeah. Cool. Are you going to be at NFT NYC or anything like that? Um, I, I think I'll be wandering around in the area, um, but I, I didn't cool. uh, plan on doing anything. I hope I see you. That'll be really fun. <laughs> be I sick. didn't know you were in New York. Yeah, that's really cool. You're a cool person. Uh, just because he's in New York. Jeez, no. <laughs> no, because his series is amazing. His art yeah. is amazing. Like he's yeah, so talented. I've been following him for so long and now I'm like I'm like fangirling over here. Like this is crazy. Yeah, I right, love totally. his art. And I've, hey, I I I, I, I guarantee you too. you can get a free burger. I, I guarantee you can get a free burger. So <laughs> definitely take you for the best burger pizza. I will. <laughs> you know I will. And we'll go to we'll go to the Krispy Kreme in Times Square. You know, if you go after hours, there is a twenty four hour hot window, so you get hot. <laughs> every there you go. There you go. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, so everyone go check out Robert Bone Art 
Ween.com. That's where you can go check out his stuff. He is going to be at the Waxoween this weekend with some uh, special pieces that uh, we were showing so, some of them. So go definitely check it Woo. out. Go check out Swims and everything else he does. It's, he's an amazing, uh, amazing artist, man. So um, we're going to move on to Ornez next, man. Ornez has some crypto ravers coming up. Uh, before I do, real quick, guys, let me just tell you, anybody that's in the chat, uh, if I can bring up my screen. I lost my screen now, too. Hold on one second. Uh, can can you follow in. me for a second? Because my wife is... Okay, we're not going to talk to Ornez. Ornez is on hold. So uh, we're going to talk to Punktavian. But Punktavian, before we get going, everyone in the YouTube chat, type in hashtag Morbs. You'll be entered to win some giveaways. I have, uh, I'm actually going to give away a bone, uh, a bones head that I have in my inventory and then also some other stuff I have Ooh. somewhere in there. So... Oh, so wait, I ahead. put my name in there, too, because I want to. Yeah, put, put your name in, because, you know, I've won <laughs> at least three times already, you know, doing this. So it's, uh, it's a cool thing. But wait, where um, do I go? Let's... Hashtag Morbs? Hashtag Morbs. Just type it in. It automatically enters you in to win. So it makes it super easy. And uh, let's get over to where's Punktavian at? Where are you at? Uh, where did I put you? There we go. Roman Punks. I'm here somewhere. There you are, Punktavian. Welcome back, my friend. How are Thank you doing? You. Thank you, BC. Appreciate it. Doing great. Oh, I got some of those. Yes, these are great. Yeah, they're they're awesome. Well, I, I these one. are also in Waxoween as well. And also, Miss Teen Crypto, I put your zombie pieces in the maze. So as you go around the shining maze, you can see Miss Teen Crypto's pieces as well. So, oh my anyway. gosh. Okay, Halloween. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, Punktavian, tell me what's going on with Roman Punks. You have some stuff going on here. Well, I was I was listening to Bones talk about how he's a filmmaker and he's you know using NFTs as a way to bankroll his his, his independent projects. And well, we come from that same camp, but rather than film, we're looking to produce stories, comic books, and video games. So nice. you know, coming from that angle. Roman Punks is the first cyberpunk derivative set in a Roman setting. So it's basically cyberpunk in a Roman theme. It's uh, uh, retro futuristic. So, you know, nice. you've got all sorts of crazy stories going on about that are set in the ancient Rome and alternate universes. There's aliens, there's zombies, there's Planet of the Apes stuff going on. And we've basically laid out an entire patchwork of... Uh, basically world building i was inspired when i i don't know if you've ever heard of uh the the uh the expanse series yes well the authors james corey it's actually two guys um one of them is the writer and the other other one of them is the world builder and so you build the world before you write the story and and that's kind of where i'm coming from you know and that's sort of where you know gene roddenberry and the, the star trek universe started out is they conceptualize the universe, they conceptualize the people in it, and then they build the stories around them. And so that's where we're coming from. So we started out by throwing up a thousand characters on ETH. We've got about 700 done so far. Wow. Um, we're not, they're not self-minted. It's old school style where we put them up on OpenSea and you find the ones you like and you grab them. Nice. And then after they're all thousand minted, we'll, we're going to pull it off chain, uh, pull it on, on to an ERC 721. Uh, ourselves very cool but basically is like we've got a thousand characters they're all one one um my wife cleopunctra is the artist so <laughs> i love that next nice. time we'll have to have her on the show 
she's busy minting and cooking right now, so um, she couldn't be here uh, this morning. <laughs> you know, we're, we're a multitask household. Um, and so, yeah, these 1,000 characters are our children. And uh, we basically have, have lined them up. And, you know, there's different classes and there's different nationalities and races that they all come from. Um, so that we can use that and build a world around it. Now, it's not just us building the world. This is where the community aspect of blockchain comes in. Um, in our Discord, we've got a great community of people that's growing at a sustainable rate where people come in and they, they own a Roman punk and then they want to build the character themselves. They can. So we're uh, a collaborative community-based project where people can contribute to the story in the universe. Um, so, you know, that's one of the incentives to being, uh, you know, one of the owners of the ETH pieces is that um, you have that Roman punk that is yours and you can contribute into building the story behind that character Very if you cool. wish. Well, that's super cool. Yeah. Now, how, I, I'm curious how that works. Like, well, I'm kind of old. You wouldn't know it because I, you know, <laughs> but, but, you know, when I was a kid, what, what, one of the things that was really famous when I was a kid were these, like, choose your own adventure books. And you would get this book and it would yeah. say, like, if you want to slay the dragon, turn to page 96. If you want to run away and, and scream, like, turn to page 32. And if you want to sit down and eat a hamburger and watch the show, turn to page, like, 11, right? And, and so, like, it, are you guys, when you're talking about building the storyline and building it out from these characters are you talking about like a multiple choice type of gig or is it something more because i'm kind of curious as, as a writer how that would work and, and how we can, yeah. you know how people could be enabled to participate. 100%, 100% i mean uh, just you know i i'm old too yeah so i do remember those future choose your own adventure books so when they first came out um and i still love them and uh, that is not essentially what we're planning to do at first um Although, you know, there's an idea, someone who's listening, maybe, you know, get on that, right? Um, but what we're doing is we're building up the character stories through a wiki. So people will come into the Discord and there's, there'll, be a, there'll be a channel for building the, the character stories up. So if someone is interested in developing their character and building a backstory around it, what we do is we offer certain settings. Okay, we, well, there's these are some certain story arcs that you can build your character out of. You can include your character into these different story arcs that we that we outline. So essentially, we're the guiding hand. It's not just complete free reign. People will come and they they want to build their story up. Um, we can we work with them to do that. It's not just like you have this story, you build it, and then it's you free reign. It's you know, it's supervised, it's organized, it's facilitated by us, and it's done through uh, through a wiki. So we'll, first we'll have the characters. You build your backstory of the characters, and then we'll have the settings, and we'll build up the settings, and then how the characters incorporate uh, and intermix uh, with each other. So um, it's basically a group effort, but it's not just complete, you know, free will to do what you want. And the, the actual story itself comes after the characters have been structured more as i said earlier right i mean it's our goal to be building comic books and to be building up actual stories sometime you know later next year which is in the roadmap so you know we have the next uh number of months to be really formulating who these characters are who the main ones are who the supporting ones are who are the main protagonists and antagonists etc and these different story arcs um you know the great thing is it's just like well we have this universe that we've set we can build as many story arcs as we want. Like 
there's one of our NFTs is like a Canadian Mountie with a beaver. Like, okay, well then there's an entire comic book that is based around this character that is in some like weird Canadiana, you know, wilderness setting that it happens to be have a portal into ancient Rome. So, you know, that could be an entire book based around that one character. Can I just say that Canadian Mounties and beavers are underrated? And if I was a Canadian Mountie, I would definitely have a beaver as a pet. I just want to say that. Just want to put that out there on the air. I just like definitely. Now, Googling how to train a beaver now. <laughs> That's super cool. Uh, <laughs> no, I, well, lo I love that. So, like the so the comic book aspect of it. When do you see that possibly becoming? Uh, something of a reality when do you think the first one might happen for you guys oh target for the summer summer, the summer next year um our inspiration was when you know we looked at the punks comics right we right. looked at like obviously the crypto punks have been a big inspiration for us we're roman punk right. we're not direct you know derivative from crypto punks we're more cyberpunk but at the same time you know crypto punk well what's happening in the space in the spring that is what jump-started us and made us realize that, hey, we can make this a reality and we can make this into something. Right. And so, you know, when all the all their alt-punks are left, you know, well, we're all the alt-punks, right? Um, right. <laughs> you know, you ask yourself nowadays. Yeah. Um, we like to think of ourselves as the non-alt-punks because, you know, what we're doing is something that is unique and different. Yeah. Um, and, hey, when we get to the comics, uh, y you'll you'll see them. But for now, you know, I'm not the artist, so you know you'll have to ask you'll have to ask Cleopatra when <laughs> that because she's going to be the one who's going to be drawing them frame by frame, right? Yeah. Well, and yeah. I don't want to take a peg out of anyone's you know sale or whatever the term is, but like I I think that this is kind of where we're headed, and I think this is kind of what needs to happen, right? Like especially in Ethereum, there's so many avatar projects that are launched, like you said that are just like you you buy this thing that's randomized and then like it just shows up and it just appears and it's in your account yeah. and then this is you know what you put on your all of your you know social channel statuses this is the one that i bought and this is the one that i hope that goes to like you know one million dollars so that i have the bragging rights behind it right but what you guys are doing is something special because you're actually allowing people to in a way uh, be a part of that story and construct that story around their own ideas number one and number two i think what you guys did is really special as well because the, like you said these aren't just randomized these are actually like done as one of right. ones that are put out there that people have the chance right. to go and get that's something that actually appeals to them right like right. I, yeah. I you know when i buy something off the secondary market in terms of an avatar it's a little bit annoying because it's like oh i want this one i want this one but i don't like this attribute but this one's cheaper like now just from the get-go i don't have to worry about what i get i can actually pick what i want which is like kind of nice because i'm the kid that like used to get socks for christmas and it, like it used to annoy me because like there was a present there and i wanted to open it but i knew that it was socks and it was just like oh man like just because it's like so i want to be able to pick what i want right like i don't want to just get socks because i think i'm buying like some cool avatar it's a weird random you know way around it looking at it but i think like the freedom of choice to purchase the NFT that you want, as opposed to just some random NFT that people might like or people might not like, I think that's the the benefit of what you guys are doing. So I really appreciate that that aspect, actually. Yeah, thanks. Savage. Yeah, and, and and then one other thing that's worth mentioning is last time we we touched on this as well, um, Nifty, is that um, we're developing the characters into voxel versions because we really right. do believe that it's going 3d you know we're going to all be sure. wearing a year from now we're yeah. all going to be wearing vr headsets and looking at each other as yeah. 3d avatars yeah 
fully believe that, right? Yeah, so, well, yeah, I mean, it's totally. I mean, that's happening whether we want yeah. it or not, because I mean, Facebook's about to change its name and go completely metaverse here in a second. Yeah. So things are going to yeah. get a little different, I think, in the next year or so. So yeah, I definitely yeah. think the Voxel way to go. And for crying so out what you're saying then is I'm not buying a character. What you're saying is I'm buying a suit that I can get inside and run around in a 3D metaverse. Okay, sold. I like it. Done. That's so sick. Yeah. That that yeah. would be insane. Yeah. That's where things but, are going, you know, even with Sandbox, you know, like because like Snoop Dogg is about to release a Sandbox thing, you know, and so like everything's yeah. going metaverse. It's definitely. And, and that's the one we're, we're, we're working on Sandbox. We're, yeah. we're building a Coliseum. Nice. And, you know, we've, we've got the full Coliseum up. We're just putting up the window dressings now. And what, cool. once the Sandbox launches its PVP uh, functionality, we're going to have gladiator battles. So, you know, you'll be able to go in there and you'll have the NFT and you can fight against others. They're supposed to be uh, releasing that oh somewhat gosh. soon, aren't they? Like in the next couple months, right? The PvP yeah. Uh, yeah. ability, right? Yeah. Which is really cool. Oh my really cool. gosh. Yeah. 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 Oh, uh, now, 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 if I lose that gladiator battle, is my character die from the storyline? Am I like, am I done? Like, do I like, am I am I out? Like, it's just like my my NFT on the now is, is a dead died. man laying on the ground. I want to know because I think this is really exciting, right? Like, I think. Yeah. No, that's like choose your own adventure. You can always go back to chapter one and try again, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. I lost that's... my camera again. Dang it. I'll be right back. Keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. That's the whole fun about it with, with Sandbox is it's like not only is it a place where, okay, you can go play by yourself and, you know, go into this 3D world and, you know, do quests, but it's also a place where we're like, oh, we can have our meetings there. Like we can have our Roman punk, you know, you know, we can have light of fire and be like, you know, like pray to Jupiter and do whatever like Roman punks do, you know, in our sandbox meta space. So I'm a bit of a, I'm a, I'm a bit of a, a historian, uh, you know, this is a history, history philosophy. Um, and uh, I was just thinking like, imagine like when we were kids, cause like we're a little bit older. So imagine like we were kids and we were having this conversation like outside, you know, some like mall yeah like we we can just go play by ourselves in the sandbox and like this is gonna be really fun like we can develop all these things like dude we would so get arrested right like <laughs> what are you talking about but now it's like common practice right and i think yeah. it, it's really interesting so i'm i i like i want to look at this now what are are there any disadvantages to us going completely online are there anything that like you're thinking about because you're developing almost I don't want to say like you, the, the characters that you're putting together, I think are, are going to really appeal to, to kids, like to the younger generation. Yes, um, yes. And, and they've got some teachable moments potentially in there as well. Um, so like, what are the things that like, are, are, should we be worried about any of this kind of stuff? Sorry, I'm kind of, I, I don't mean to like, I just realized I, I turned this whole discussion into a negative well, type I mean, of thing, but like, like I'm kind of curious good. about this, right? Like, like, yeah. you know, one of my favorite shows um, you know, some of my favorite shows were, were like docudramas that were released that, that taught about like, you know, Roman history or, or the ancient Greeks or like Rome was a great one. It wasn't necessarily historically, historically accurate, but I can see a place where like some of these um, NFT projects will actually be used in educational settings, which to me is right. exciting. Um, and so I'm just kind of yeah. curious, like, are there any dangers to this uh, like yeah. do you, that you can see? Well, I've more opportunity than there is danger. I mean, like, obviously, there's any 
there's a, there's danger to the fact that everyone's going to be sitting behind a screen and not going outdoors and walking and getting enough vitamin D. I think that, you know, and there's danger in that. But I think, you know, for the opportunity, especially in, from an educational point of view, is limitless. You know, like I do come from a teaching background. I've worked as, as an educator. And to see this as an opportunity to be able to build a space where you can gamify learning and actually mm-hmm. inspire kids in a way where they feel like they're not necessarily learning because like I would play civilization when I was 10, you know, civilization one, you know, I would just sit there for hours and play that and learn from it, learn, you know, all about the science and the history. So, well, this is an opportunity where you can do the same thing, but because it's becoming such, you know, more extensive, it's not just the geeks and the nerds that are doing this anymore. It can be the teachers in school that are doing it. In fact, it can be your school. So, you know, you know, to put on the headset and to go jump into a, a classroom and you're learning about history and then you go into another one, you're learning about science and you have your avatar and everything, you know, there's way more opportunity than I think there is danger in that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I, I like that you brought that up because I did my whole postgraduate thesis on education and, and my whole thesis was basically that the education system is broken. It doesn't teach you anything good in the real world. Mm-hmm. We spend our whole time sitting there learning from textbooks. Now, imagine this. Imagine a history class where you each um, have your own rental um, Roman punk that you can step into in a virtual 3D world and you can run around and reenact these historical things, right? And people are going to say, no, you can't do that. But you're sitting in a classroom doing absolutely nothing, staring at a white mm-hmm. wall in a right. textbook with math in anyway, right? Like there is some serious definite but, uh, potential. And, also it's been, and it also what's important is that a lot of the books that have been written, you know, because the, the, the political landscape is always changing, right? We want to look at history from an irreverent point of view. We don't want to say like, oh, you know, of course, oh, they had slaves and all this stuff. It's terrible. We don't want to acknowledge that as being like, oh, you know, we're studying history to learn what not right. to do, right? right? We're studying history. So we're doing it in like, oh, it's a Roman punk. It's an irreverent thing where it's like, yeah, it was all terrible. And our punks, the characters that <laughs> right. were trying to break out of this like horrible situation that we were in, they were in, historically speaking, like we're inspired by William Gibson and all these authors in the 80s that were writing, you know, from a point of view that we're like an anti-capitalist, anti-establishment sort of literary perspective. And we look at the same sort of situation, you know, through history and, and seeing that our characters are in this world where they're trying to break out of this, you know, oppressive regime. Now, Misty and Crypto, I don't know if you liked history or not, but imagine this, you're sitting in a classroom, you know, a couple years ago, and your teacher, you know, had, had seen the light because of you, had, had decided, you know, to invest in, in, in blockchain and cryptocurrency because of you, and, and, and then poured it over to like NFTs and found this scenario whereby they could put you <laughs> into this suit and like you would feel the pain through electroshock or, or getting, you know, or dying oh, in the classroom. Right. Like how right. much does that change your perspective of, of learning history? Obviously I mean, I'm going I a mean, little bit over the top, but. I mean, just yeah. like, oh, like getting little. physically, getting physically harmed. I, I don't know, but. Um, <laughs> I'm like, not even, it's not, it's I, not I a feel. physical harm. It's it's like it, it's it's like it's like it's like sticking your, <laughs> your, your, your potentially dying, Jimmy. Right? No, no. I mean, <laughs> like, like I don't. I don't mean TV. your. I don't mean your no. dying. I mean like you, your character's you, dying, right? It's like, like, it's like it sounds like on TV point. where like they have like those medicines that are like really good. Like they're like are gonna solve one problem, but then as they continue <laughs> yeah. with the commercial, like there's yeah. like fear of death, fear of like everything. Right. I feel like that's what you just did, but but um. You know, 
my history teacher last year, not a few years ago, making me feel old, but last year he hated crypto. So it's like really funny that we're talking about history teachers because as we were talking about it, I was like thinking back to how much my teacher hated crypto. And it's only because he didn't understand it either. And towards the end of the year, he's like, yeah, just so you could hide your money from the government or something. I don't even know what he was saying. They all thought like Bitcoin was a Ponzi scheme. And then at the end of the year, they were emailing me how do you buy Bitcoin. It's really fun. But I really love, um, you know, the educational factor. Like, you know, it doesn't always have to be about, you know, the gains, the flip. Um, You know, you're, you're learning about history while, you know, learning how to take place in a digital economy. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. you know, you know, if you're if you're buying into Roman punks, you're now learning how to take part in being a part of someone else's store, and you're also creating your own like storyline. That that is a very unique utility that I haven't seen yet, and I feel like a lot of Gen Z would really respond well to that, especially if there's utility where we're gonna be in VR because that. That's the next big thing. I mean, I, I try to hold uh, weekly VR meetups with my friend Jerome and Altspace and play blockchain games because that's where people are headed. And, you know, like this t- this talk show one day will not be on YouTube. We're going to be in virtual reality. I was literally totally. having a talk show last night. It was, totally. a, it, um, I forgot what it was called. I think it was called Max Diamond or something like that. It was like the top show on Altspace. And it was like a whole set and there were chairs. There was an audience. Yeah. It was so beautiful. And I really feel like that would actually boost the morale of the show because everyone in our YouTube chat would be able to show reactions like hearts, claps, like, you know, wave their hands if they agree or or like just something. Um, You know, it's really the future. I went on a little bit of a tangent here, but I'm just very- (laughs) I'm with you. That's okay, I I kind of set you up for that. I I think like, yeah, I I said I would never go back to school, but I might just have to go back now just to write this. Um, Uh, Go ahead, DC. You should. I have, um, I have three kids, uh, 16, 13, and seven. And oh. I don't know what it's like, what the breakthrough moment for them is going to be to realize like what the potential of all of this technology is. But I think definitely like the teachers are going to be a big part of it if the teachers get on board and definitely like the gaming because they're so hooked into the games that they're going to need like that. Something has to be a turning point because... 100%. Exactly. Because the thing is, education, and I'm sure your kids feel the same way, especially your 16 year old seeing the, you know, the transition of being, you know, through the common core, or all these textbooks, because New York is like, so annoying with all the testing that they put us through. Um, but I, I think the turning moment will be when she could, or your, I don't know if it's your son or your daughter, but either way, your child will have that breakthrough moment when they see what they can do. And, you know, how they could take part in this space. At the beginning, I didn't think I could take part in this space. I didn't understand. I just heard numbers and money things, like adult things. Then I did a Bitcoin transaction, and that's when it changes. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, one place to another. Like, you could word it as, like, you know, you're spending money on buying songs on iTunes, but you can't transfer it to anybody else. Your, your kids probably bought an iBook they needed for school. But were they able to trade that book to their friend or to their, like, I had a little, my little sister, she needed a book I read a few years ago. I couldn't transfer it to her, you know? NFTs change all that, especially when their favorite musicians drop albums as NFTs. That's when it's going to hit too. I I see in a couple of years, actually, you're going to get a report card that's an NFT that 
is on the blockchain that certifies that you got those grades. I think that a lot of that stuff's going to turn you, into You cannot utility. change the grades now. Exactly. It's going to be oh, like, like forever on the blockchain, you know? Like, you won't be able to go home and try to like hack into the computer and try to change your grades. It won't be able to be Some of those done. report cards will be minted and some will be burned. Exactly. Oh, my oh, gosh. They're going to be non-burnable, non-transferable. Exactly. They're going to send it to your parents' wallet. That you won't have the keys to, and then you're gonna be yep. like, "Oh, poop." Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be dicey. I feel bad for those kids. I mean, there's yeah, no even sure. option of hiding it for a week, you know? difficult when things are like real time and you can see the grades like day by day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like on the school failing, websites. One day you're passing. It's like, yep. Yeah, it's, it's like. My daughter. Right, you're trying to run a test. You look out the window, and your dad's standing there like this. Yeah, that was yeah, me. Like, 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 I'm all like, "Why does it say this grade?" And she's like, "They haven't put in the grades yet, Dad. They haven't put in the grades yet." So, yeah, I no, know. it's so it's so tricky, and th some parents get notified about certain grades. It's too easy for parents. Like, it, and if you get yeah. one bad grade, it brings your whole average down. So, it, it's bad to watch it. You know, it's like it's like. You, you're addicted to watch. It's like watching the charts, but you're like on your own performance in school. It's like so bad. See, personally, I went the other way. Like I set the bar really low. And then when I got a good grade, it brought my whole, you know, brought my whole perception. <laughs> nice. That's the way to go at it. That's the way to go at it right there. But I like <laughs> it. Um, CryptoPunks, I, I think, sorry. Uh, is, is Roman Punks. Uh, Roman Punks, sorry. Um, is, 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 I think, a really cool um, adaption to, to what we've seen in, in, the, in the NFT space. And I, I think it. it's just really cool okay. that like, Artists and teachers are able to uh, create a lifestyle that that um, you know enables uh, what they wanted to do, what they wanted to see, right? And uh, like I know you said you're a teacher, and I'm sure a lot of that has to do with the background and, and how this was designed and and the way that it was put together and the storylines in the background and things like that. And I think that that's just really interesting that we're in this place, we're in this space where um, it's not really defined, right? Like like there, it's not a nine to five job in a sense. Yeah. Um, where your role is defined. Your role is being defined as you, as a player, as an actor in this space. And I think it's really interesting mm -hmm. that you're passing along that kind of dynamic to the people mm -hmm. who are, are buying into CryptoPunks. And, 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 and multiple people live multiple personalities now, right? Like you don't yes. just have your one avatar. <laughs> like you can have multiple avatars, multiple personalities in multiple oh, that's so spaces. Dope. Yeah. That's so cool. Okay. Oh my gosh. So go definitely check this out, guys. It's romanpunks.io. Go check it out and go pick them up. And they're also, you know, another thing I wanted to say, not only is the storyline on your stuff is really good, the actual project was set up right for collectors. So I wanted to bring this up. So you guys have a moving floor, which is really nice for the collectors that get in early. Right. So um, definitely pay attention to that as well, guys, because, I mean, this will help you later on, especially as more people get into the punks. This is a very so nice dope. looking uh sliding scales very good man so i like i like the colors in the in the art too yeah like a lot of a lot of good things that are going to catch your eye like very nice loving it thanks right. i'll i'll make sure and let cleo punctra know and, and she's definitely uh the queen of color um, yay color matching is one of the, the the most you know not thought about things but it's one of the most important when you're putting yes it is. it is right like yeah. when I scroll through OpenSea or wherever I'm looking for NFTs, like whatever like is colorful or catches my eyes, what I'm gonna like take the time to look at. You know, like these are all just very nice. Like I really like them. 
Thank you. Yeah, and then you can see here some of the pieces are have stories behind them. Some of them are just, uh, you know, uh, seemingly random uh, characters. Um, but uh, yeah, there's only a thousand. So get them yeah, before they're, get they're those, gone. Get those before they're gone, people. So RomanPunks.io, go get them. And Punktavian, thank you again for coming in and telling us always Anytime. more about the Roman Punks. I want you back at all times to let us know what's happening with the Roman Punks, man. Appreciate um, it. Hey, really quick, guys, I'm going to do a quick uh, giveaway real quick. We're going to do a giveaway for uh, the Senior Lupe Halloween Laser Eyes NFT. Dope. So someone's going to get that. Let's see who's going to get it. The intensity of waiting Ooh, for your NFT. <laughs> I'll send it to you after the show, TC. It's yeah, yours, man. I will send so, it to you. So that's the first one. We have some more coming, guys. So that, that was the first one. But let's uh, let's get on over to Ordinez because Ordinez had to step out for a second, but he's back to talk about crypto ravers. So tell us about crypto ravers, Ordinez. Hey guys, uh, thanks for having me again. Uh, sorry right. for for before. My wife is a little bit sick, and I had to help her. Oh, no worries. I hope she feels Aww. better, man. I hope she's better. So yeah, we just uh, launched. Uh, Crypto Ravers, uh, the idea is to combine uh, electronic music with uh, with uh, some little characters, like pixel characters, right. and um, create the uh, NFTs with music. You know, like uh, I've been making music for like, I don't know, like 15 years or something. Wow. And I've been doing uh, really good, but not good uh, like uh, in the in the economic side of things, you know, like uh, I, I've been releasing music in uh, Spotify and stuff. I have millions of plays and I get shit money for that. Right. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah Spotify doesn't pay out the biggest commission. Are you going to release either. any of your uh, songs as uh, NFTs? Uh, there, there are uh, like the idea with this, with this uh, crypto raver thing, uh, it's like you get all the parts you get the individual parts of the of the um, of the track and then you blend them together like say you get four kicks and then you blend them blend them together and you get the the kick loop and then you blend the loops together and then you get the track Love and in that. the end the ones that have the the track that i'm going to show you now like uh, when you get this can you um which one accept my oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. are you going to are you sharing your screen no, I sent you like a video and you can accept let's the see. show. With it. Oh, yeah, let's see. Is it the collection, the Soul Sea collection one? No, no. In the. Um, uh, damn. I, oh, Telegram. It's like sharing screen. Oh, oh, share screen. Okay, sorry, sorry. I didn't see that one second. Let me stop sharing this one. So this is the, the NFT that. Um, that um, it has a piece of the track. This is the okay. NFT, but it's uh, it's difficult to add the whole track. It's not difficult, but it's too heavy, and it will be uh, a pain in the ass. So when when you get this one, you will get the 
uh, an airdrop of the entire track, like the complete nice. track. And also for the people that are collecting several of them, uh, you will get uh, an exclusive DJ mix that has all four, tra all four tracks of this collection. This collection contains two tracks by, by Frey Boitar nice. and two tracks by me. So I will oh, make yeah. a special set that will be airdropped to, to the collectors of this of these um, music NFTs. So it's really cool. It's it's hard to, it's hard to to promote because most people don't ever like press the 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 sound mm -hmm. on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they should do that. You have they a, you play, have a player yeah. that they can play on. Yeah. Is there a player that you know of? Have you looked what? into a player that you can play on your phone for this? Music? No. I, I think I, I remember this guy from. Uh, do you know Jose from Roar? Yeah, he has his uh, Winamp player. Yeah. Yeah, uh -huh. he had like a Winamp player that that you. But Put on your the phone, thing is, it, won't, it won't work on your phone though. Mm. Yeah, so the thing look, is, uh, look into Taco. I was going to say Taco has, works, right, TC? Yeah. Taco. Yeah. yeah, I sent you the information. You should send to him. Yeah, and let get me, his uh, music on Taco. Yeah, let me uh, put up. Yeah, taco. go Taco. Let me go find that. Yeah, right. that, I, I, that, I pretty much uh, play your one song every day. Mellow can uh, contest to it. <laughs> it's all I play that one song when I'm uh, in Minecraft. Just on good. repeat all day long. Awesome. That will be really cool. Yeah. Also, I, I don't know, but the thing is, I kind of get into like what what would be best and what the collectors will want because i was also thinking about uploading these ones to audios have you heard about the audios i've heard about that what, what what's going on with that or as i, I heard well, somebody else talking about that well audios is basically go, trying to be the spotify for for the blockchain Got it's it. on solana and it's going to like pay 90 percent of the royalties to the artists mm, instead wow. like a few cents that yeah. uh, like Spotify pays you a fourth part of a cent right. per play. Exactly. So wow. basically you have to play with millions of plays, you get like a $4,000 yeah. and then the the record label takes half of it. Right. So you just get 2000. And so it's, it's crazy, man. It's really yeah, crazy. I, I haven't done, like in my en entire career, I've, I've made like maybe a thousand dollars on Spotify. Because wow. I have to like, like why you bother? Why you bother? Yeah, that that's the whole thing. Like music, basically music right now. It's like promoting your music, trying to get as much people as as you can to hear it, yeah. and then getting booked. So basically, yeah. pandemic the pandemic got fucked like fucked the entire music industry because we only live of gigs now. Right. So I. I so yeah, why I mean, not do why not do ninety nine cent uh, music? You know, sell a thousand of them or ten thousand of them. Like, what's stopping you from doing that? No, nah, the thing is, uh, you can make it, but people won't pay it. Like, it's, I will. It's, I will. It's easier. Like, the thing <laughs> is, it's it's been well, it's been really crazy because because uh, when I entered the the. Um, the NFT world, I, I discovered a, a bunch of people that it's willing to pay for for art, for music and stuff like this. But that's not the case in the real, like most of people won't pay shit. Like basically in everyone will take a YouTube video and they will use a converter and they will make it an MP3 
and then boom you have it you didn't you don't have to pay not even a cent so that's what most people do i think it's interesting when we get into the crypto space when it comes to music because we've noticed this in yoshi drops there's a lot of people that are willing to pay artists and musicians a lot of money mm. but i think that this is a little bit tilted it's like making money in a bull market in crypto right like everyone thinks they're a genius so every artist that comes into crypto they're being a little bit pampered right now because they're able to sell and market their own goods right so i think you, you bring up a really valid point or when we get to that point there's going to be a tipping point where new people are coming into the system that might not want to pay. But on the side of that, I think that the selling point is ownership, right? Like a lot of people say, oh, why would I download this NFT when I can just look at a picture on the internet, right? Well, you don't own it, right? So you're not invested in the artist. And I think one of the things that we've noticed with some of the projects that we're working with, especially when it comes to musicians, is the fact that you can actually incentivize ownership through like special drops and, and different curation right. uh, mechanisms that like only people People who have been to that show or have bought into that nft will be so like i, I do understand where you're coming from but i think that there's a, a balancing point um and i think it's really cool that we're gonna decide where that is i'm not really <laughs> sure at what point people will decide that they're not going to pay that 99 cents i think it's all about incentivization and and where we're coming from um what yeah like i mean yeah it's definitely the ownership of the song because you know like buying a song on itunes is like you know just so like old school compared so to what terrible. yeah like compared to, compared to like what Driving this is up. like you know you buy a song on itunes you pay 2.99 to listen to the full two minute song and not just the 30 second chorus right. and you can't trade it off i can't like listen to that song overplay it not want to hear it again and send it to my sister so she can listen to it too like that's yeah. not a possibility and i don't know how many copies are out there like you know if i held an old vinyl record that you know there's not a lot of that has value because it's a physical tangible item then there there's a round ballpark of how many could be in circulation at this point what but if what you just buy a song on itunes you don't get that but if it's an nft what what about doing there? some kind of licensing thing like i'm i want to make a bunch of uh uplift uh videos i want music like if I could pay for an NFT license from you to use your music, I will pay yeah. that because I'm looking for music. Exactly. There's yeah. so like, many projects that, giving utility where you could get like the copyright. Like that's that's art. one of the uh, like the things that uh, are like uh, musicians can live off. But at the end, is is something that it's not what you like. It's really hard to find people like you, for instance, that will be willing to pay for one of my tracks and not a custom made one, like a, a custom way made for a, a video commercial, you know? Right. So in the end, I have a bunch of friends that were like really top producers in the electronic music scene. And then they ended up making music for a PlayStation or for something. But because of was a business, you know, not because they like it. They liked it to to make house music, to make music for the clubs, to play it. But in the end, it's not a business, as I said. Like, uh, if you make a thousand dollars in ten years, it's it's not doable, you know. So, in the end, a lot of people end up doing. Uh, if you if you keep on music, you try to make stuff for commercials and stuff like this. Right. Or, or maybe even to there's a, a bunch of people making music for other producers. So, you know, there's some influencer guys that have millions of followers and they want to be DJs. So they don't know shit about making music. You make music for them 
they release it with they, they, their names and they mm -hmm. become famous because they have right. all the followers and they, they will pay you like $700 or something to make this, the track for them. Right. And there's a lot of stuff like this happening in the, in the, the music industry. So, so yeah, the, the NFT world is, is, is crazy. is amazing. I hope it's still, I think in my opinion, it's, it still needs to catch up a little bit with music because I don't feel like people, uh, usually take uh, take into consideration the music side of nfts yeah. i was talking with this guy from uh, bad days the other the other day as well and he also mentioned that uh, they they told him like hey that that song is really great hey but you have the nft it's it's there you like uh, they didn't even realize it that the nft have the track on it and it was from our Yoshi drop, uh, from a Yoshi drop thing with the, with the X Men kind of. Yeah. yeah there and, definitely seems to be like an issue with organization with your NFTs that make some more desirable than others. I think, like, yeah. I have music in my collection, but, like, there's, you're not gonna scroll through and find the track and then listen to it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's still Yeah, especially like in Wax, you don't have like a like an like a music like a special category category for music nfts so like you don't do that like there's some like uh, ken bosak always tells me to to check out um uh, it's phantom phantom or something something yeah, like that uh, ghost market ghost market, ghost market they, yeah yeah they use he says that, that that one is really good for for yeah. musicians and stuff so i think uh it i don't know the 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 market right now it's it's more about visual stuff that's why i added the 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 crypto raver guys to to make it more appealing like in the visual in the visual kind of stuff and but i hope uh, in the future it like every i, I guess in the future every mar every marketplace will add a category for the audio stuff you know so you can browse uh, like in opensea you can i think you can browse uh, for for the audio for the audio nfts and stuff like that so that will be cool also as dc said like some player that allows you to to play all your nfts that will be really cool as well yeah i mean yeah I think yeah that, know, i'd be buying music left right and center yeah i, I think I've, I've been you know seeing that coming as well you know i think it's more of a ticket stub thing that i see the nft market working for bands and djs and that kind of stuff in the long term more is that you're buying in on uh say a track or something, but it's not necessarily the track you're buying into, you're buying into that artist that then gives you the benefits of discounts on disc, uh, you know, live concerts, that kind of stuff, merchandise. But, yeah. you know, more than anything, I think the bigger uh, thing of it is that I, I, what I see is the, um, the social media aspect coming more into the NFT space where, you know, there's, you, you would have an audio thing on your actual you know, profile that you can click and that would have all your NFTs just playing on a little radio player, kind of like that Winamp kind of thing. Um, and I think that we need some sort of crypto radio station that just plays like on Atomic Hub or Nefty. If you just had yeah. something on the top well, of that, play while you browse, that would be great. And then you can click, oh, I want to buy that track. You click it and you can buy it. You know, I don't know. That, that's kind of that's kind of where, where Audios is aiming for. Like uh, you, you can upload your tracks for free. It doesn't cost anything. You just upload them and then 
people can hear it and then you can like sell them as as nfts and and, and you can also have the the app that essentially works like spotify so you can like have a playlist and listen to to music and it's really cool because you also get to get to hear uh, music that it's unique because yeah. uh, for instance for me to upload like uh, i made a, a bootleg of some of some really famous <laughs> tracks or whatever i cannot do right. it uh, i cannot upload it to spotify or i will get sued. right right and but audios doesn't have that problem so so it's really should, cool. somebody somebody should make a music app that plays nfts and if you listen long <laughs> enough they'll spit out an nft <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Totally. So, so, uh, so the drop again <laughs> is when on the fourteenth, right? No, the, it, the it, drop it already, already happened, happened right? like right? A, a couple of weeks, like uh, last week, I think. But uh, since uh, like uh, Ecuador started making events again, so I've been super busy uh, DJing, and I didn't have uh, time to, to to promote it that much. So, I'm trying to do it now. I I have like a bunch of DJ gigs next next week also, and then next week, and then I'm traveling to Peru again oh to gosh. play. So uh, I'm trying to enjoy all these all That's these awesome. gigs again. Hey, so you're, you're you're end up gonna get get gigs inside Uplift. People are gonna pay you to be yeah. a DJ inside Uplift. Yeah, play. that that would That's, be great. That's coming. <laughs> Especially now with my little kid is like a. I, I don't feel like living home that much, you know. I I, before it was like a, I, I will leave like a, a month to Mexico and play there and and enjoy like the beach and whatever. Right. Now I live like for a weekend and then I'm like, okay, I want to go back home. I want to go back home. <laughs> I'm how trying to come as how soon old, as I can. How old what? is uh, How old is your uh, your little one? She's gonna be uh, two years in in uh -huh. December. Ah, uh -huh. uh, nice. Fun times yeah. too. Yeah, you definitely yeah. want to be there around those years too. You know. I guess. Yeah, yeah. That's one thing. What good thing about the pandemic? I guess yeah. I ha I had all this time to spend with her, watch watch her grow up, and not be away for that much time. That's so cool. And so, hey, tell me about these uh, sixty nine pussy cats too. While I have this. Uh, yeah. Up. So. So the thing is where uh, I, I was working with Casanova. Uh, he's uh, an Ecuadorian artist as well. He's part of the Galeria. And uh, we decided to put this one on Solsi. It's like there are 69 uh, cats. Each one is unique, hand-drawn. Hand mm -hmm. And um, it's like an avatar project, but not the regular avatar project when you get the same thing like uh, with different uh, with different attributes right. uh, each one of these is unique it's on solana and uh, we just got verified so i'm really happy with that nice. i guess more people will be able to see yeah. to see and uh, we also have an upcoming casanova like the second series on wax as well first one was uh, really successful so i hope the second one it's gonna be, it's gonna be good as well. Was he the same artist for the cutest fuck pack that you guys had? No, the cutest fuck. It's from a Peruvian artist called Jorge. Got you. Got you. Yeah, I, I, I've been working with several artists. I also have another another collection coming from 
a guy that's called Ese Pancho, which is uh, an Ecuadorian artist as well. So that's the other part of my of my project, you know, like helping all these people that have never heard about cryptocurrency. It's it's you can imagine how hard it's to get cryptocurrency in Ecuador. I, I I have accounts in every single exchange and I, I never actually I never was able to buy it from Ecuador. I had to use the money that I have from royalties uh, and send send that to a friend in Germany oh and gosh. he bought the cryptocurrency for me. Wow. So you can't buy wow. at all any crypto in Ecuador? No, I, I think you can with one bank. I heard wow. a friend uh, some friends of mine uh, could buy could buy some with a uh, one bank, but I have uh, cards from three banks. I, I tried them all, yeah. and all of them are blocked for, for like cryptocurrency. Wow! Wow! Yeah, and I tried yeah. Binance and Coinbase, yeah, and Bitrick and Qcoin and Kraken Nothing. and like everything, man. Like even even oh, some man. of them that you have to pay like twenty percent. Right. Uh, taxes mm -hmm. or whatever and they even those weren't available so it was a pain in the ass so most of people in my country and in similar countries like peru uh, colombia and some other countries in south america like uh, other than the fact that most people consider crypto scam <laughs> and they it's not so easy to do it's not so easy right. even if you're like uh, i've been 24 7 doing this for a long time and i ended up like i gave up on buying on buying cryptocurrency because it was so hard i ended up just like telling my friend to help me with it wow wow that's crazy, that's crazy. yeah that's and it's really crazy. crazy i mean that's going on there and then at the last i can't remember what game it was or some basketball game they gave out um on the ticket a scannable qr code for an nft on ftx so they're wow. really starting, yeah they're, so they're really starting to bring this to the mainstream and that's how it's going to start to happen i think too so it's uh it's where that's there's still some countries that won't even allow you to buy crypto yet. yeah yeah well, meanwhile in el salvador bitcoin is their ex exactly it's currency. their uh currency you know so it's uh yeah it's, it's a some some countries like the thing is uh, most of south america has been under like a social socialist regimen for like the last 10 or 15 years or 20 years right. and most of them are really you know like venezuela it's on like if you go out in ecuador and you you go and see if you see homeless people on the on the stop lights it's people from venezuela they flee all over yeah. the south american continent from because they cannot have any works Right. Uh, their their coin doesn't worth shit. Like if you if you have, uh, what's the I don't remember the name of the coin. But my my friend went there uh, for vacation. Yeah. And he changed it like a hundred dollars. Yeah. And they gave him a backpack full of money. Oh my god. That oh, was wow. hundred dollars. Yeah, I've seen in, some news stories about it. Like where it's just like the money is just yeah you know it's useless you know it's just it's like, useless you know yeah. a suitcase of money is worth nothing you know so yeah it's some, some other guy like pay yeah. a beer with something like this size <laughs> oh my god of, could you of, imagine 
Remember yeah, in the movies, like from like you know the the last century in the movies when you used to watch it, and a backpack full of money like would buy you shit. Like that's yeah. not always the case. <laughs> right, totally yeah. right. Now it buys you a big gulp, maybe. <laughs> it'll buy you like the yeah, worst get... computer in Best Buy. Right, totally. Oh, oh right. <laughs> you you can find a bag of money there, and it probably can get you like a like a soda or something. Oh man, that's insane. It's crazy. It's crazy. And uh, a lot of people were going that road. Like a lot of countries were, were, were going that road. But luckily, we kind of saved ourselves this this last year. Actually, that was one of the reasons why I, I started also keeping my money in crypto, because we were just like this close like to to keep on the the socialist regimen so i didn't want to have money here because in the end they they can say like hey this is not yours anymore we take it here and you cannot do anything there's some safety in that it seems like too in crypto you know especially for some countries that have the kind of bizarre kind of financial stuff happening with the government you know so yeah, I mean, yeah, that's I crazy because like the when you see I was checking the other day some some YouTube video and the main countries the main adoption of cryptocurrency occurs in countries that have the like Venezuela. That's one of the Venezuela is one of the top ten countries with the crypto adoption because everyone uses like uh, Robinhood and they're like buying Doge and, and Shiba and stuff like that and they keep their money safe there. Like it's safer than having actual yeah, in a bank, I, right? Exactly, exactly. And now that you have like like Punktavian said, you have El Salvador that accepts it as an actual currency. It's like, you know, I'm pretty sure that that will become a uh, yeah. Actually, Brazil is applying thing, for yeah. Brazil is apply. It's it's uh, sending out uh, like a proposal to the to the Congress to make a Bitcoin legal tender as well. Oh, that'd be great. Wow. And, be and great. Brazil is huge, man. That, that's a big economy. Salvador, yeah, it it's, it's a small. Wow. Interesting, Crazy man. Enough. Interesting. And when you DJ, where, where do you DJ mainly? Where, where, What areas do you go to? All over South America, United States? Where do you usually go? Uh, I've been all over. Like, uh, I've been uh, in, in South America, not that much, actually. Uh, huh. Just in, in Peru. Right. Uh, but I've been in Mexico, in the States, and uh, I went to Amsterdam, Barcelona, nice. uh, Berlin. So I was cool. I was doing good before the pandemic. Then everything kind of stopped. Yeah, I have a lot of friends that work in the, you know, not only that are musicians, but are uh, actually the stage crews and all that stuff, too. It's, yeah. like, it's been real hard for everybody, man. You know, the last couple of years, it really threw a wrench into things. And it's still throwing a wrench into things now because... You know, venues now require a lot of like vaccination stuff and everything else makes it even more difficult. But, you know, hopefully it'll get better, man. Hopefully all that stuff picks yeah. up, you know, in the next uh, in the next year. Well, awesome, man. So um, thank you very much, man, for letting us know what's going on with the crypto ravers. And uh, yeah. real quick, yeah. let's do another. Make sure you check this, uh, the site. Yes, for sure. Crypto rave. Let me put it back up, actually. Here I put it. I send you the, the yeah, drop yeah, link. Yeah, also. yeah I, I put it in YouTube earlier. I'm going to post it again really quick right now. So if you're in the YouTube chat, you can go check uh, and so, it out. Somebody to Jordan, Mr. Jordan was asking what's the name of the project. It's called Audius. Like, I, I don't know. I'm going to te- text see. it in the chat. Where he says that. Where it is. 
And Matt mentioned something about Kate having uh, some kind of a music oh, really? license. Yeah. Oh, wow. Morton, you mentioned yeah, Kate. 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 Kate uh, used to be the place to go for any kind of smart contract stuff, man. They're, yeah, they're... I would, uh, I would give them yeah, they... a chat. Yeah, they Kate have some music, uh, like a player. Then you, then you get. That. I, I have one track there. I think uh, they have like this world map, and you can go to which country and you can play like different music from the artists that are yeah, yeah, yeah. in that country. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it looks really cool. I was right. testing, but I forgot to to see how it was doing. Right. Well, cool, man. So check also check out Audius. It's A U D I U S. He just put it in the YouTube chat, I believe. So yeah, uh, I just put it as well. Yeah. So go check that out. And uh, I just want to do another quick giveaway, really quick, guys. Um, this one is going to be for an Obot um, right there. So that was. Uh, the drop I did last week. So hashtag Morbs in the chat, guys, if you want to hop in on this really quick. I'm going to spin it here in a second. Um, other things that are happening on Friday, uh, we got Mr. Senor Lupe dropping his chummies number two. So uh, if you haven't picked up a chummies, go get your chummies. When are you going to have him on the show? I've yeah. asked him. Now, that's uh, that's... I don't know if I can get him on the show. I'm trying to figure out how we can work that out. Maybe he could do it inside Waxoween, and we'll interview him inside Waxoween, so that way he can keep his his anonymity uh, secret. But uh, he needs to have like a, <laughs> something that goes over his voice. Yeah, we got to do something. Maybe, maybe we could do like a full like you know like shadowed figure, you know, with like the deep like voice. <laughs> you know, make it. That would be really yeah. funny. That would be kind of funny, you know. So maybe we'll figure that out. But. Um, Anyway, let me uh, let me spin this to see who's going to get the Obot. All right, so let's see who's going to get the Obot NFT. Come on, someone on the panel, a second time. Let's do it. Second time on the panel. <laughs> oh, Brian C. Bell. All right. Nice. And and he has a guitar on, so he gets extra points. All right, so cool, man. So Brian, uh, all you have to do is. Uh, DM me on Twitter at Morbs15 with your wax ID and take a picture of this or something so I know it's you. And uh, I'll send you out that uh, that piece. So thank you guys for that. Um, and uh, other than that, uh, TC, you got some news for us? You updating the Mega Store? What's happening in Uplift, man, for you? Oh, I uh, just got into uh, survival mode. Uh, oh, you did? Yeah, <laughs> I'm... Uh, Wait a second. That's the yeah. news, man. Yeah, so Mel and I uh, have some plots in uh, London. Nice. And I got a whole whack in Chickaca and uh, the other one up, up. Yeah, I'm going to start getting right into uh, survival and I'm going to start make, putting portals in there as well. Very cool. Now, and the there's... store. Plus, there's you can uh, have a store now on your oh, plot. Oh, really? And oh, make up cool. lithium. Yeah. What? It's crazy. Yeah. What's up with that? Okay, there's too much happening. Blue Dak was happening this week too. So Blue Dak, if you guys haven't heard of the Blue Dak, we'll be talking about oh, that a Blue little Dak bit more on girl. Friday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have a we have a filled show on Friday as well. And we're going to be talking a little bit about Blue Dak. So Blue Dak is doing the swap exchange thing on Alcor with a bunch of different coins, including Miss Teen Crypto. Correct, Miss Teen Crypto? Aren't you going to do a blue? Coin thing, possibly? Did I hear that? No. What? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All right, no. I didn't hear it. You didn't hear it from me. 
You didn't hear from me, but anyway. Uh... <laughs> but by the way, I wanted to I wanted to thank TC and his team because they built an amazing gallery for me in uh, in the office. Yeah. And I went to visit the other day, and it disappeared. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "What the fuck? What the, the server? Happened? The server is down, right?" It was. Oh, yeah, and then, then they right. told yeah. me they moved the server, right. so I have yeah, to yeah. I have to check it out again. But I've been traveling so much that I I couldn't like check it's, it out. It, again. It's up now. It's up now. I just checked. Do we have to put in a special direct link to go to the servers now that they're on AWS, or can we just go to the website? Yeah, it's it's back to the old. It's back to the old. Old one, style. I um, could just like hash, two. slash without server and go two. wherever. Yeah, okay, got it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. 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 Yeah. That's so awesome. if I might, before before we go, I have a couple of things that I want to update people on yes. as well. Um, if you haven't checked it out, go over to Missing Cryptos. Uh, I did a, an interview and Corey popped in yesterday uh, about our upcoming um, gratitude uh, gratitude sale. Um, we're going to do a, an estate sale in gratitude, which was kind of our second Ooh. server. So I'm going to be, um, doing the rounds. Corey's going to be doing the rounds. Uh, we're going to be rolling, um, out the information, uh, over the next couple of weeks, um, you know, slow, painfully, um, in order to, you know, draw people in. No, seriously, like, like we're going to be uh, putting some pushes out there. Um, it's going to be really cool. It's the first survival world that was ever, uh, put in place on the nice. Um, Yoshi drops from the Yoshi drop side, um, crypto voxels and a bunch of other metaverses are, uh, having a, from the 29th uh, to the 31st, a metaverse uh, music fest. Um, and if you go over there, there's uh, a bunch of Yoshi drops artists and some other friends of ours. I, I think, uh, are you involved as well? Ardonis? did you, are you guys doing something over there? Yeah, we have to uh, check again. I have to check again because I have this week and it's going to be a long one. Mm -hmm. uh, there's holidays in my city and there's like four days of party. It's going to be intense. <laughs> I mean, as, as, as you do, right? Yeah, so definitely um, go and go and check that out. If you go over to the Crypto Rider channel, actually, Corey and I did a, a roundtable uh, with some of these artists uh, also involved in it. Dot gems. They're going to be doing graffiti art on the side of the stage as well. It's going to be really cool for, for artists and musicians alike. So that's really exciting, really fun. Um, and yeah, like definitely just, you know, like and subscribe to our channel because we've got tons of updates, um, tons of roundtables that are happening, uh, hopefully with some of the people who I meet on these streams because you guys are all amazing. It's always a, a pleasure and an honor to, to share these streams with people who are creative and and, and, and working towards like building this space out and the best possible, you know, uh, vision of, of what they see uh, art and, and crypto uh, am amalgamating together and becoming. So I, I just thanks yeah. Nifty as well for always having me. For sure, man. Thank you for coming on all the time, Jimmy. I appreciate it. I appreciate all you guys always coming on, man. Um, I just have a few little plugs at the end here. Um, if you're over on OpenSea, Vampaw's back. Vampaw has 55 crazy ETH. Ether clan here. So um, if you're on OpenSea, head on over there. I put the link in the chat. Um, these are a continuation of the Morbs characters. Vampire. Vampire was the guy that created the Morbs, and he's the actually supreme leader, and he has clones of himself that wanted to be on OpenSea. So you can go over there, check that out. <laughs> Dope. Um, I love it. 
And then also, uh, I'm I'm dipping my toes in the ocean on Sol Solana. Hey. So, uh, yeah, nice. So Soul Surfers are. Uh, I just put them up on Monday. I, it was kind of a last minute idea. I just wanted to get on Solana, and FTX was kind enough to accept my collection. So they're wow. over on FTX, and um, go check them out. There's uh, there's going to be a hundred of them to start, um, and. Uh, I think there's like a little promo there. I don't know if you can hear it. That is so awesome. <laughs> anyway, you get the idea. Um, I don't have a, a roadmap. I have a wave map. And the wave map is uh, basically we're just going to cross pollinate this. So in other words, if you have a Solana Soul Surfer, contact me through the Discord. The Discord will then hook you up with a wax uh, token that you can start getting oh, really? airdrops on wax as well. So I'm going to be cool. doing that with most of my collections. I think from here on out, where you buy on one network and get bonuses on other networks, and hopefully we can start getting people to kind of have so many things now, in so many different question. wallets. Can you buy with wax? No, uh, <laughs> that one. That one I'm working on. But you know what? I, I what I'm going to do is actually release another batch of these on wax they're not going to be these exact design it's going to be a different design but they'll be part of the whole soulful space uh website so uh there's going to Love be it. uh aliens and spaceships and mutants and wizards and all that other shit i like so um anyway these are the surfers yeah, and, and, and and i want to shout this out too because i meant to say this before but i, I didn't have a chance and yep. um when we were talking about uh, the animated collection of bones before like i really appreciate that so for all of you artists out there who are crossing multiple blockchains but doing different collections on different blockchains different pieces of art even if you're using the same characters like i think that's awesome and that's great and that's what that's what i personally would prefer to see rather than the same thing on 10 different blockchains i'd rather yeah. see like different curations of different artworks or different you know even if it's the same characters crossing these blockchains so that no matter what blockchain you're on you have something original so so yeah this is my little um definitely gotta diversify yeah. Yes, 100% yep. agree on that. Yeah, because I, I think that's all coming, guys. And uh, as we've talked on previous shows, you know, Wax is already working on that EVM so that you will be actually able to use ETH to Wax and Wax to ETH and who knows whatever else is going to pop up. So um, might as well get ready for it, right? Might as well. So <laughs> nice. start, start going out there. So uh, go check that out, guys. Other than that, we have Waxoween, which is this weekend. Let me pull that up real quick. Um, it is this Saturday from 1 p.m. to 4.20 p.m. Um, it'll just be a live stream just like this one right here. And we'll probably do interviews inside the space. Um, if you go to artdrop.app, um, you can actually just go into the actual spaces right here and go check out uh, some of the, uh, the things that are going on inside. So we have a shining maze, which is actually a replica of the shining maze from the movie. And you can walk See? around it. And so uh, cool. the artwork is inside there for you to check out. Um, and at the end of the maze, there is a uh, treasure chest where you can click and get a free NFT pack that I will be putting in there, a little uh, treat pack. And then there'll also be a trick pack and I'm going to warn you ahead of time, the trick pack, um, you can't open until Christmas and it has lumps of coal in it. So if that's you want so to get that, that, that's fine with me, but just know that that's what the trick pack is. So you've been warned. Um, anyway, um, so go check that out. Um, this is, I think, taking too long to load because of the stream, but I'll, I'll come back and on Sunday. Friday and we'll walk around there and all that kind of stuff. Um, but other than that, guys, thank you so much for 
uh, tuning in. And Bones, thank you so much, man, for uh, stopping by. Um, and TC and Punktavian and Jimmy. And I don't know where Mello went. Uh, Mello was here for a second, then he dipped out. But we'll we'll get him back in here. And Miss Teen, thank you. And Ornez, thank you very much, guys. And until next time, we are out. All right. Thank Take you, guys. Easy, guys. Bye. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks.